before this podcast begins, I just wanted to let everybody know that while this book is meant for five-year-olds, the commentary is most certainly not. Viewer's discretion is advised. Hello, hello, hello! What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy. How is everybody doing today? My name is Road Rage Randy, and this is the Driving with Randy podcast, a podcast I started. We're coming up on three years, ladies and gentlemen. We are almost at the three-year mark. Well, I started this podcast from my 2007 Toyota Sienna Silver Edition. We are currently in a 2018 Subaru Forester Black Edition, and the podcast is doing absolutely great. I'm doing absolutely great. I want to welcome you guys to the to the Driving with Randy podcast. It's a mobile-based podcast. We drive around. Today we have a little bit of a of a different podcast for you guys. Um, so last week, if you guys tuned into that episode one, I had technical difficulties and um, I got that fixed Monday. So if you've listened to it since Monday, you should you should be all caught up. It's unfortunate that one, Daniel never called me back. You leave your number for some guy and say that he's hot and then you don't like get back to him. I don't know what's up with that. Maybe he's shy or something, or maybe he knows I was recording for the podcast. I don't know. I don't know. But on last week's episode, I also said something that um, has actually gone over very, very well. So I went ahead and I, um, I, I said, you know, if there's some kind of a podcast that you guys want, I want to provide the best content for you guys that I can provide. Like someone wanted wood, I brought them wood. I said, if you have suggestions, please feel free to reach out. So with that being said, I had somebody reach out to me. They said, Road Rage Randy, you know, I just, I really enjoy your podcast on movies I enjoy your book reviews and for one movies are it's hard it's hard to get me engaged in a movie but I absolutely love um, providing that content for you guys so I, I, I might I might go ahead and watch some movies for you guys but then he said books and now I haven't read books in a while well finished a book in a while that I feel the need to um, bring to you guys. Um, I most certainly have been reading though. I have two new books on the way right now, but I thought we'd do something just just a tad different today. Um, I haven't read this book. This podcast is gonna double up as both a one, a podcast, and two, an audiobook. I thought we'd go ahead and read a little book together today and uh, have a little commentary. So we're we're parked here in this here. Uh, this cozy little uh, little parking lot. Um, the car is off and the keys are out of the ignition. I know last time I, ha- I-, I was reading things on my phone. We ended up having to get the, uh, the, the, the podcast on baseball facts. If you go listen to that, my car died. I accidentally left it on and we had to get it jumped. I'm an idiot. But anyways, today we are going to read Big Mac 
and Little Dipper, The Staircase by Danielle Brookert. And, um, and commentary of this audio cast is by Road Rage Randy. This book was found on a free book public domain website. So this book is in the public domain as far as I'm aware. If, um, Danielle Bruckert, if you got a problem with me audio casting your book with commentary, please slide into my DMs and, uh, you know, you know, do whatever you got to do to, uh, anyways, um, Big Mac and Little Dipper. And what we have here on the cover is two dogs and a staircase, which is why it's called the staircase. I assume and assume one of these dogs is called Big Mac and one's called Little Dipper. We turn the page. It's got publisher's note and, um, we're just going to skip over that. And it says, it, it gives a little, this is a children's book. So it says, this book belongs to, and then it has a blank line. Um, it doesn't belong to anybody. So it's it's obviously fair game to be recording this right now, right? Uh, um, so on the first page here, we have a dog. Um, it, it, it's a dog. It says, Mac was a very big dog. Um, I would also like to note, I'm, I'm kind of at like a first grade reading level. So this book might just fit us absolutely wonderfully. Um, Mac was a very big dog. Mac lived in a house with a very small kitchen where Mac loved to sleep on the cool floor. This caused lots of problems. So he slept on the floor and I, I don't know why it says it caused a lots of problems. Actually, it's been proven that sleeping on the floor can significantly be good for your spinal health as opposed to a mattress. So I don't know why it's saying it caused lots of problems. Maybe we'll find out here on the next page. All right. So then we got, we got a picture of, um, of Mac here sleeping on the floor and then a lady in her dress and high heels. Um, it says Miss Smith would come into the kitchen and ask, why have I got such a large dog in the middle of my very small kitchen? Because you bought the fucking dog. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, Miss Smith. Says, Mac, Mac would see he wasn't wanted and slink away to the hall where the floor was almost as cool, but the smells weren't as nice. What the fuck? So you mean to tell me you have a dog and you're not just gonna let it sleep on the kitchen floor? Fuck you, Mrs. Smith. I'm already not liking this character at all. Um, Max seems pretty cool laid back, but uh, Miss Smith, I'm just not sure. All right, then we come to a photo. We turn the page. We got Mac on the floor and then it looks like a, I don't know, a fat 80 year old touching its butt. Um, Let's find out. Just when Mac had begun to settle down, baby Katia, oh, it's a baby. Okay, so I can see it, it being a baby, but it has the face of like an 80 year old. So Katia, you're not looking well. You're not looking well at all. Um, just when Mac began to settle down, baby Katia came crawling along the floor of the hall. She bumped into Mac and let out a small squeal. Eek! Okay. Um, Miss Smith looked over and threw her hands up in the air again, saying, Why have I got such a big dog in my small passageway? Because you bought the fucking dog! That's why! So picking up the baby, she chased Mac out the hall. So you mean to tell me you got this dog, and you're not just going to let it sleep anywhere the fuck it wants? That's weird. Okay. 
So we turn the page and we get um, Mac here. He's he's on like a mattress, it looks like, and he, he's, he just looks sad. He looks sad. Mac looked up with droopy Mac eyes and saw he was not wanted there either and decided to slink away to the bathroom. So maybe this is like the bathtub, not, not a mattress. Let's see. In the, in the shower, the floor was already cool, sometimes a little damp, but always perfectly shaded for snoozing. Mac didn't like the soap smell, but he thought maybe at least I'd be safe out here. Uh, be, I'd be, this is the first grade reading level, level coming in. I mean, at least I'll be safe here out of the way for a while. So this poor dog is like just hiding away in the bathroom right now. Okay, all right, what do we got? Right at that moment, Katia's big brother, Tyron, who hated getting up too early in the morning, chose to get up and wander downstairs to have a shower. Oh, um, this is like foreshadowing. Mac is, Mac is going to get... If, if Miss Smith taught Tyron how she acts, Tyron's going to be like, why the hell is there a big fucking dog in my shower? That's, that's basically what I'm, I'm predicting. When Tyron saw Mac in the shower, he said to him, Mac, I am happy for you to have a shower with me, but I don't think you're going to like it. A little more respectful. Mac looked up at Tyron with his big droopy Mac eyes and rumbled a, a Mac rumble. That, that's what it says, folks. It says G-R-M-M-R-M-R-L. And then it's got a picture of um, Tyron walking down the stairs. Um... Yeah, all right, next page. Mac tried to decide if Tyron wanted to go, wait. Um, Mac tried to decide if Tyron wanted him to go or stay. He paused and thought, half standing up and half laying down in the shower. Tyron said, Mac, if you don't believe me, I can show you. He turned the tap on very slowly to let Mac know what he had coming. Oh, so Tyron's like, kind of like a, I'm not going to kick you out. I'm just going to I'm just going to show you you're probably not going to like this. And then there's a picture of Tyron or yeah, Tyron and Mac sitting there in the shower and it, and um Tyron's looking to turn it on. And we go to a picture of Mac. He's got like cross-eyed ears. Mac suddenly felt something cold and wet and he looked Tyron a bit startled. Then he realized Tyron was just warning him that there, what was coming, and he wouldn't much like it. I, I totally messed up that sentence. Then he realized Tyron was just warning him there was more coming, and he couldn't, and he wouldn't much like it, and perhaps he better go. So he ambled back to the hall, looked around to see if the coast was clear, and sunk down into his favorite snooze position. So he just, he went right back into the hallway. That, then, then we stumble upon, there's someone with some shoes on and green pants and Max laying there. The coast was not clear for long. Mr. Smith came back from reading his paper and saw Mac. Mac, old boy, why do you, such a big dog, choose to sit in such a small passage, he asked. Mr. Smith seems to also not approve of this um you know you shouldn't be here miss smith will find you and you don't want that do you so miss smith is a bitch this miss smith is a bitch mr smith you you married a bitch that's what we're getting at here 
Mac looked up with his big droopy eyes and rumbled softly this time. He makes such the noise. G-R-M-M-G-R-L. That is. I like it. I like it. Then we flipped the page and we have a staircase here. Mac didn't know what to do. It was hot outside and the new puppy would be out there and want to play. Mac didn't want to play now. He wanted to sleep. Oh, so he's, Mac is also avoiding somebody. Nice. Um, the only place Mac could go for a real good shade was on the balcony, but he was afraid of climbing up the stairs. The stairs were so big and steep and scary looking. Wow, the stairs. Wow, Mac, I, I think you can, I believe in you. You can overcome your fears. All right, we switched the page and this is like this, they, they reused the same image from like page two where Mac was laying in the hall and the pink, Miss Smith, this is Miss Smith, Miss Smith is here. So be prepared, be prepared guys. There's gonna be a little bitchy quote here probably. He tried to slink back to the kitchen, but Miss Smith spied him creeping in. Oh, so Miss, Miss, Miss saw him. Mac, why do I have such a big dog trying to creep into my small kitchen again? She threw her hands up again for the third time that morning. Mac, what will I do with you outside now? I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I really vibe with Tyron, the, um, the smaller, the, the child of Miss Smith, Tyron, Tyron Smith. He seems to, he seems to be a little more nice to this dog, but Miss Smith, I'm not liking her. Then we go to a page, um, it's, ooh, it's, it's Mac. It looks like it's Mac right in front of the staircase. He's going to have to face his fear. Turn the page. It was getting closer to midday and it was getting hotter by the second. Mac wished he didn't have a fur coat. Oh yeah, the heat. There were lots of trees to lie under, but the ground was all prickly and Mac didn't like it. He looked at the stairs. He wanted to go up and lie under the table on the cool balcony floor, but they were terrifying. They were so big and steep and he didn't know how he would come down. Maybe he would get stuck up there and no one found him. He would, he might miss his dinner. He's got, he's got food on his mind. Or maybe his legs would fall through the gaps and he'd be trapped. Then the cat would taunt and tease him until someone came to the rescue. And, and, and listen, Mac, I, okay, I can almost guarantee it's not going to be Miss Smith that comes to rescue you. All right, so then we got a picture of, it looks like Mac laying under a tree on the, on the prickly grass, and then there's another dog there. Um, we haven't learned about him yet. Turn the page. While thinking of all these terrible things that might happen if he tried, he slowly ambled over to the least hated tree where he'd lay down in the prickly grass. Soon after he lay down to snooze, the new puppy came bonding up to him. What you doing, Mac? What you doing? Grrr, said Mac. He's such a way with words. What you doing, Mac? What you doing? Grrr, said Mac. This time, in a more menacing, growling voice, the puppy should know what this meant, he thought. And then we got the dog under the, um, the tree again. And it says, but no, the puppy was young and very eager, but not yet very bright. Mac, what you doing? Don't you want to come and play with me? She said, still waiting expectantly for a reply. Mac tried to ignore the puppy and 
rolled over to the face of the tree. So Mac wants to, Mac just needs to catch some Z's. We flip the page and it's, it's a picture of, I believe the girl dog. This does not look like Mac. It looks a little younger. Mac, I'm going to chase the cat. I saw him just now. Mac, don't you want to chase the cat with me? Mac put his paw over his head and pretended not to see or hear. She just ran up the stairs onto the balcony. If you want to come with me, I think she's trapped up there. Oh, oh, the cat, the poor little cat. This dog is, oh, we flip the page and it's both the dogs standing there together. It says Mac was going to roll over again when his ears prickled up as he caught the word balcony. Oh, Mac just, he's very very selective hearing kind of a guy and he heard balcony he's like i want to do it little dipper he said slowly in a bit of a mumble growl grumble not wanting to sound too interested do you know how to get on that balcony mac mac got goals we flip the page it's basically the same photo of the two dogs sitting next to each other it says little dipper didn't quite understand what he said because he was mumbling but was so surprised and glad that Big Mac was talking to her, she was eager to give a good answer. Sure I do, she replied. So how do you, asked Mac. How do you what, replied Little Dipper. How do you get on the balcony, asked Mac. Well, by the stairs, of course, replied Little Dipper. Oh, I can, I can, I can just see the, the next page before I flip it is going to be Mac, and he's just going to be terrified. Oh, it's, I, I lied. It's just a picture of the stairs. Um, the same stairs. So the author seems to copy and paste images previously used on other pages and then puts different text to it. Interesting. Max sh shuddered a bit at the thought of the stairs, but tried not to let Dipper see. He was, he's the older one. He's got to be, you know, tough, masculine. Well, I know by the stairs, but how, Mac asked. Oh, Max never done the stairs. These stairs are awfully big and you are very small. And what if you can't get down again, Mac? So Mac is, is, what's that called? Projecting his fears onto Little Dipper. I, li I, I like it. Um, but I normally always get down. Why shouldn't I? Dipper's done it. Oh, and then the Mac said, you always get down, okay? Said Mac. Yep, always, said Dipper. But how, said Mac. He, he's come to the young one to, to learn the ways. And um, we flip the page and it looks like it's, it's little Dipper all happy. It says, Dipper looked at Mac. She was only one and a half turning two years soon, but she'd been climbing stairs ever since she could remember. She tried to think how she did it, but couldn't remember. She just did. And she found it difficult to understand why Mac was asking so many questions. <sighs> we flip the page and here they are, both the dogs standing next to each other. Little Dipper's tail is all hyped up. She looks happy. Mac looks like he's, he's scared still. Then she thought, maybe it's because he's never climbed the stairs. You're a smart little dog for a one and a half year old, Little Dipper. You are absolutely correct. Dipper thought very hard and very long until she decided for sure she had never seen Mac climb the stairs. Mac, she said, do you want me to show you how I climb the stairs? Mac coughed a little and mumbled. Grrr. Well, I would, but I just, but just to make sure you don't hurt yourself or get stuck. So Mac's playing it cool. Mac's playing it nice and cool right here. Then she added, 
You better show me a few times to make really sure. Okay. Wait, then he added, you better show me a few. Okay. So Max, Max, Max just want, Mac wants to see it take place. All right. And then we flip the page and Lil Dipper's got, got a couple paws up on the stairs. He, she's ready to go. And Mac is on looking. Says Dipper agreed. And they walked off together for the first time since she could remember. Mac pleased, Mac pleased that Dipper would show him the stairs. Mac pleased that Dipper would show him the stairs. They have the commas in weird places. And Dipper pleased that Mac wanted to play with her at last. And we flip the page. Oh, they're both, the, so the, the picture is them both snoozing under the table. So they're most certainly made it up. Let's see where it says. At the top of the stairs, they settled down under the table on the cool balcony floor. The cat was gone, but Mac and Dipper had both forgotten. They lounged again in their favorite snooze position and dreamed of pleasant doggy things. And then we've turned the page and it says the end and it's one of the dog butts. And then it says, disclaimer, any resemblance to real animals or people, especially the ones in this picture, is purely coincidental. They have a disclaimer for hand-drawn cartoon books. Interesting. Interesting to say the least. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Big Mac and Little Dipper. And overall, I don't know. I guess in my eyes, I kind of wish there was a little, I wish it was a little more climatic. Yeah, sure, we're gonna hit the road. So sure, it's absolutely wonderful that they they conquered their fears and the young one taught Big Mac how to climb the stairs and Big Mac put his trust in the the little dog. But but come on, come on. The whole, I thought part of the whole book yeah, like the reason they're going up there is to save this fucking cat. And now the cat disappears? Is Harry Houdini up there? Is is Chris Angel making the cat disappear? Where the hell did the cat go? That's my biggest my biggest problem. Overall, I'd say that wasn't a bad read. It, it, it was good. Maybe it'll get me thinking a little today about, I don't know, climbing, facing my fear. Maybe do I have do I have a fear of climbing stairs? Not really. Maybe I have a fear of something else that I just haven't haven't learned yet. And maybe I'll look back and think to the Big Mac and Lil Dipper and the staircase and I'll be like, you know what? When Big Mac didn't think he could, well, guess what? He fucking could. So I might be Road Rage Randy, might think that he can't do this right now. But I sure as hell know I can because I have that Big Mac and I learned a very valuable lesson from that book. I'd like to thank Daniela, D Danielle Brookard, I believe was her, the author's name, for creating such a masterpiece of a book and um, allowing it to be free online for me to read publicly to all my all all my beautiful passengers on the driving with randy podcast i'm gonna end it with that today guys go ahead follow me on twitter at thoughts by randy if you feel the need to donate for my legal fund that will probably take place if danielle gets pissed off that i read her book to all you guys well 
so fucking be it. Donate. My Venmo, my PayPal, link are in the description. Head on over to iTunes, reviews, Spotify, reviews. I hope you guys haven't... Oh, we're at a fucking red light now. Um, I've been absolutely blessed by you guys, and I thank you guys very much for tuning in today. I hope to see you guys back next week. If I don't, I hope you have a wonderful life. Peace!